A long bomb heave in overtime drops Michigan to 500 on the year. Wolverines uh, not getting it done out in Eugene, Oregon, taking on the Ducks on this uh, Saturday. Welcome in to the Michigan basketball postgame live. The uh, Wolverines go down in overtime 86 to 83 in a game where Michigan made some big plays down the stretch uh, in regulation and in overtime, but Oregon makes uh, one more and walks away with a three-point overtime victory. Have a game like this, there's lots to look back on, and uh, we will do that, and let's get with it. And, you know, looking at this game as uh, I was watching it, game number eight on the season, for uh, Michigan, the first time back since playing three in a row last week in the Bahamas. Michigan taking on their future Big Ten brethren in Oregon on that uh, nasty looking floor that, you know, you, at times very annoying to watch. I'd rather watch like bars and uh, test patterns on the TV. Sometimes it feels like that. But uh, noteworthy that Jalen Llewellyn playing his first game in a year's time, get out there. So good to have Jalen Llewellyn back. It was a three-point game at the half. And then in the second half, it was the Doug McDaniel show. Doug McDaniel comes out and hits one, two, three, four threes in a row. Uh, hits his fifth three in a row. He had 33 points in regulation. There were two shots that the Ducks had to win it with another 15 seconds left and they weren't able to connect. So we did end up going to overtime and uh, in the overtime, uh, the ducks got up by five. Like, you know, they got a three point play with the first possession and uh, you know, Michigan missed their shot. They come back and, you know, they're up five, but uh, you know, Michigan didn't go away. Damari Burnett had a three, and then when it came down to the end, Oregon missed a couple free throws that made it a two-point game with just over a minute to go in overtime. And then it was uh, Will Cheddar hitting a big three to tie things up at 81 with a minute left to go. Then Oregon really executes. They come down, they drive the lane, dish, and get a dunk, and they're up too. But uh, Kamwa hits a big-time J in the paint to tie it up at 83 and you're thinking, man, that's execution. And come didn't have uh, his best game, but then you have um, a long bomb three with um, 1.4 to go. 28 footer. The uh, announcer said it was from downtown. Uh, you'd say, Hey, he didn't have a, a hand in his face. Got to close out a little bit uh, stronger. If you're Michigan there. Uh, yeah. Well, you got to, you know, got to play a guy out to 30 feet. Yes, even 35 feet. You know, you know, just uh, give somebody a, a clean look out there. Uh, Doug McDaniel does get a heave and it actually catches iron, maybe a little glass, a little, little iron, his desperation heave at the end. Uh, Jackson Shellstat was the young man who made the, uh, the big time shot for the Ducks. It drops Michigan to four and four on the season in uh, an exciting game. McDaniel did not get a lot of help in this one uh, and did get some 
uh, big time shots late help overall. He was carrying uh, Michigan. He's not going to be able to do that all year. He's going to need help. Will Cheddar could be that guy. Kamwa, who, like I said earlier, didn't have his best game, but then made that big J in the paint with uh, 18 seconds to go uh, to tie this one up. And then you got to make one more play, make uh, one more stop, one more play. And that's uh, where Michigan was not able to uh, to do that. You know, in, in Michigan's losses this year, when you look, you know, they've won four and, you know, they've lost four in their wins, uh, especially the first three games. I mean, they looked uh, everyone out there. They're starting five, six, seven players. And now you got Llewellyn at eight and those wins in those first three, Michigan, everyone played well. And then in their, their first three losses, it was like almost everyone played poorly below where you would say, Hey, they would want to play. Uh, that's been kind of the, the, that was, as I was looking at it, heading into today, the tale of the tape for Michigan, everyone plays well, Michigan wins. And then in their losses, almost everyone played poorly. And then uh, today it was, uh, it was just, it was McDaniel putting Michigan on uh, his back with a career high 33 points. And then, you know, you got to make some plays, big time plays uh, down the stretch. And they made some Oregon just made one more. Let's take a look at that uh, box score and see if it tells us, uh, well, it will, it will tell us some things. McDaniel overall, Michigan on the game, they shoot um, 48% from the field. 41.9 from downtown. Those are pretty good numbers. You look at that, you'd say they'd have a pretty good shot to win if you looked at it after the game, and they did have a pretty good shot to win. McDaniel, 33 points, uh, including those five threes. He had four uh, threes in a row, and then he he missed some shots. But then his next three was uh, his fifth, so actually his five first five attempts in the second half from downtown were all good, but 33 points, four boards, three assists for McDaniel, who was seven of 12 from downtown. Damari Burnett, 13 points. He hit a big three in overtime. Burnett also with five boards and three assists on four of eight shooting. Kamwa, Michigan's um, leading scorer heading in along with McDaniel. Did not have one of his better games, although he did hit a big shot late with 18 seconds to go in overtime. 12 points, five boards, and a feed, but four of 12 sh- of uh, from the floor from Kamwa, including one of six from downtown. He airmailed one in the overtime as well. TW2, taking a look at um, the remaining starters, uh, eight points for TW2. Four boards, two assists, two of seven from the floor. TW2 did hit three big free throws in the regulation that uh, helped Michigan keep it close and uh, get to overtime. Disappointing game for Terrace Reed. Goose egg, a four read and just three boards. You don't need me to tell you that they're going to need more uh, from Reed Jr. And if you're also someone, and I think that, you know, it's fair when you're not winning the majority of your games. And right now Michigan is 500. It uh, is automatic that people would say, hey, maybe uh, maybe change up the lineup. And I, I think that's a, a fair thing to do. We talked about that when they were down in the Bahamas. I, you know, what would I do? You know, 
I would, you know, the it's interesting because Trey Jackson and Will Cheddar, it would be one of those two. And Jackson is instant offense. But he he really fits being a um a bench player because he comes in, you're looking for some scoring, and he can give you that. Uh Cheddar a little bit similar, but man, Cheddar just plays so you know, he's got such a uh, a fierce demeanor. Uh, you know, I, I, you could make a case and I'll make the case putting both of those guys in and sending TW two and Terrace Reed jr. To the bench. If they came out next game and, and, uh, and did that now, Hey, look, they're starting the big 10 up you know, they're playing Indiana hosting Indiana Tuesday night. So, you know, you can say this is the perfect time. I don't know if there's a perfect time, you know, uh, it can be time. That would not be a big surprise. And if you're somebody that says, yes, they should automatically shake things up and put, I would say, uh, fair, very fair. I, you know, that would be a fair question to Phil Martelli when he had his next availability as Michigan's uh, acting head coach. Very fair question, I would think, there. We always take your feedback during these shows, Matthew. Um, and you know, people just jumping in there. Everybody's excited, getting ready for tonight's football game. We get that whenever you might be listening to this. Heck, it might be Monday night. It's always here for you. We're on after the game, but then it's always available for you. We understand, you know, it's championship Saturday. You know, I get that. Derek saying that Doug's needs help. No question. You know, he's he can't put it all on his shoulders. And uh, Derek talking about TW2 disappearing after the three free throws. Yeah, well, that's where the idea of possibly shaking things up with the starting lineup comes in. And uh, would I do it? Probably. Uh, it, and it's totally fair to to talk about that. Let's look at some of the other numbers. We go to the bench for that. Uh, I thought we'd go to the bench. Let's see why I'm not going to the bench. There we go. Get all of the guys in there. I just got the starting five. Let me get the total box score. Well, I've got it right here. Cheddar ends up with uh, eight points. Trey Jackson with seven. And Llewellyn, who came back and played, ended up with a, a deuce, had a nice drive on his way back. Now, on, on, on his return, his debut for the season after being out for about a year with that knee injury, is this something that is, would save Michigan's season? You know, talking about making a change in the lineup. Maybe not. That's why they might not go with it. Because you can make a case like TW2 where his confidence is at. He's a captain on this team. Not that all of that matters so much if you thought that it would help the team. But like I said, both Jacks, it's like they've got three guys that fit being nice bench players. Cheddar. Trey Jackson and TW2. So, you know, you've got to start one of those guys. And now you have a struggling Terrace Reed Jr. So you could say, hey, maybe Reed, but, you know, it could be a confidence thing with Reed too. So, you know, sending him to the bench and then putting two guys in that are uh, are best fit to be bench players anyways, you know, could be a little bit of a quandary for the coaching staff. It could be as much as, you know, a mental makeup uh, team chemistry kind of thing more than anything else. And, but you know, you do, you say at some point you shake things up, maybe they go into the big 10, they've got two games coming up 
against um, conference opponents. Uh, neither of those games are going to be easy. I watched Indiana. Was it last night? Watching, uh, I think it was last night. Watching Indiana play Maryland. Uh, Indiana's got a big front court. So uh, you're thinking about taking Reed out, maybe not necessarily against what IU is throwing at you with their front line. You're going to need uh, a guy like Terrace Reed Jr. If uh, for nothing more than uh, defense and rebounding. So all of that plays into it. We'll see on that. Speaking of that upcoming schedule for Michigan, let's go to it. And for that, it is brought to you that upcoming Michigan basketball schedule by this feed right here, which uh, has the Mason Blue Reviews. Good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball, which you can hear and see right here on this channel three times a week at two o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, and then after football and basketball games. So yeah, after this basketball game, and then tonight after the, the football game as well. And that upcoming schedule looks like this. Michigan, they will host the Indiana Hoosiers coming up in a nine o'clock. Does that say Peacock? It does. Mm. Peacock for Indiana and Michigan. Give that one a thumbs down. I think I, I think I still have Peacock from uh, September when I had a month and I, I don't think I canceled up. So maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But there it is again. It's the first time that I realized it was going to be on the cock on uh, Tuesday night, nine o'clock. Let me try to make my way down there at Chrysler Center. Uh, and then it's not going to be an easy game. And then you speed it and fast forward all the way till Sunday, a matinee in Iowa City against the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes who uh, after tonight with the football team, their basketball team might be looking for a little revenge. Who knows? Try to uh, have some fun there. But, you know, they they do this this with the schedule. They, they uh, put two conference games before the new year. I like that. Uh, mixes it up a little bit. After these two, they'll go back, and then they'll play some more uh, teams and, and games and some opponents that you've never heard of, you know, in college basketball. So, I like it from that standpoint, but uh, don't like the uh, the record at this point. Like what I saw from uh, Doug McDaniel, but uh, as it's been pointed out, and I think it's uh, it's the right thing to say. I mean, it's very easy. I could have let's restart this show. Welcome in. Michigan loses uh, in overtime out in Oregon, eighty six to eighty three. Doug McDaniel had a career high thirty three. Folks, McDaniel needs help. Thanks a lot, everybody. We will talk with you on Tuesday night. He can't do it alone. He has to have guys stepping up around him. He can't just be a one-man show. It's not going to work if Michigan wants to get where they want to be. And let's be honest, where they want to be is in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, you watch them for the first three games of the year, and you think, man, this team's got something. Look at, man, they're playing well together. This thing... They've got it. Look at, you know, they're one of the nice stories in college basketball. Well, that's, that's going away right now. So, you know, now they've got, they're staring in the face uh, two uh, conference games here. And you don't want to start sliding uh, after the way they played with their last game against Texas Tech down in the Caribbean to come back 
and then lose this one out in Oregon, the IU game, and then heading down the road. Suddenly these losses, you know, you don't want, you don't want all that. So Doug McDaniel is going to need help. We'll see if they make a change in the lineup. As I've thought about it, thinking about the size that uh, the Hoosiers will have in that front line, I think that they will continue with what they have. But, you know, uh, it could happen. Uh, that is going to do it. If you're watching this prior, if you're live watching this, you're just waiting around for the big game tonight. I will talk with you after the um, game at Lucas Oil Field tonight. If you're watching this after the fact, you already know what happens. Uh, I hope you're happy <laughs> with uh, what transpires. Uh, we will. I'm expected that you're going to be happy. Uh, we'll talk with you basketball-wise Tuesday late night after the uh, Michigan IU game. And then I'll see you later on tonight for those of you that uh, are catching this live after Michigan, Iowa in the big 10 title game until then it is a final 86, 83 Michigan falls to four and four on the year. That's going to do it. Thanks for watching. Have a great night.